0: Welcome to the Dean Bodie podcast. Dean and Bodie show. That's what I say on my videos. And this is a podcast version of the YouTube video, Dean Bodie Show. And on the podcast, we're going to uh, elaborate more, uh, much more on the stories uh, from the videos that we do uh, for YouTube. And this way, there's kind of a connection there. Uh, there is a connection there, and I think it would be a little bit more fun. I'm going to we'll try this out and see how it goes. And uh, the video is entitled, Who Ate the Anchovy? <laughs> so, um, you know, I hope everybody had a great, first of all, I hope everybody had a great uh, Mother's Day weekend, um, and I had some great communication with my mom, and um, I hope everybody else did as well. Um, it is uh, May 11th, Monday, 2020. Dean Bodie Podcast. Um, again, yeah, wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, we're on those. And I'm um, having a lot of fun doing this. And Bodhi's my beautiful four-legged soulmate. I live with the beautiful white wolf, the Shiba Inu, the small version of the Akita, Japanese breed. Shiba Inu means small dog in Japanese. I'm giving you a whole little quick lesson here. I love her so much. It's way beyond where the love meter even goes, okay, love meter goes all the way to the right, keep going, keep going, that's my love for Bodie, so, who ate the anchovy, man, we moved from Miami, Florida, to Margate, Florida, um, which is very close to Pompano Beach in Fort Lauderdale, if you don't know, and I worked in a great place, this is going back into the, uh, to the early 80s, right, um, and a great restaurant called Pure 441, Italian Seafood Place. Again, shout out to George Delgardio, Gloria, to Georgette. Oh, man, to the busboys that I work with, to Bill the Cook, to the greatest dishwasher that ever lived, who was always so slammed in the weeds it wasn't even funny, with stacks of dishes. He was the center For the Coconut Creek football team, built like an ox, just a great, great kid. And uh, I know George loved him to death. And uh, we would watch his dishes get stacked up to the ceiling. And he was always the last one to leave. And we'd have to help him out at the end. But we were such a family over there. Um, my eyes are watering up because it touches such a special place in my heart going back to this right now. It's not there anymore, but again, shout out to Pier 441, the Doug Audios, the family still runs Gigi's Pizza in North Lauderdale. Shout out to them also. I can't wait to go there again. I hope that everybody's doing okay there. Um, and that entire family and every connection I made in that restaurant is doing great. I mean, really unbelievable. Warm place in my heart. So who ate, who ate the anchovy? Um, just to elaborate more, uh, we, uh, talked about this on the video, but I mean, Bill, the cook was kind of a little bit of a devil, you know, and we would order, if you wanted, we ordered some food after our shift, we'd always get to eat something. And most of the time we'd get a pizza, not all the time, but when we did, Bill would make it and sneak an anchovy inside one of the slices, bring it out, just coming out all normal and like the end of the night and put it on there. We were so excited to to just kind of recap the night and, you know, count our tip money and, you know, what we were gonna do next. And you know, if, of course if it was a school night, we, we would be home and uh, and going home with our garlic smelling clothes on a, <laughs> working in an Italian restaurant. If you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um and Bill would wait right there on the side there while we were eating that pizza, this little special area that we would use for, like, a, a special party or, a, like, you know, maybe 10 or 10-plus 10 people would have a party and we'd have a special little room there. But we'd use that for the kind of the employee afterwards, um, have our meal and chill out and, and uh, have a little powwow before they closed up shop, you know, and special moments. So he'd wait, Bill would wait for someone to bite into that anchovy because it would be buried underneath the cheese. You couldn't see it, right? Even if you had an idea that it was there, because we did this for a while. Um, but so, for somehow we fell for it every single time, because it was under the cheese. You couldn't see it. Nobody's going to go in there and dig through all the slices and pull them apart and find it. You ruin the whole pizza. So we just kind of went with it. And you bite into an anchovy. If you don't know what an anchovy tastes like, Go into your kitchen, unscrew the salt shaker, dump the entire thing in your mouth. That's an anchovy with a fish taste on top of it. Okay? And <laughs> when you are eating a, a pizza and you know your normal flavors, right? And when you're a teenager, anchovy's not your favorite food. I don't know anybody who's a teenager who anchovies their favorite food. I don't care who you are. Okay? So. He'd wait wait for someone to bite into that, watch their face get all twisted up. It's like biting into that pillar of salt, fishy salt. And it would just be such an obvious convulsion, body reaction when you bit into this thing. Because, yeah, we're all laughing about the night, and you're going about it. You're pulling your slice. You put the slice on the plate, and all of a sudden, whammo! And you know exactly who bit into it. And everybody else had a great laugh, except for the person that bit into the anchovy. And we'd only put it, he'd only put one of them in there. He wasn't that <laughs> cruel of a, of a cook. But he would put the one in there and wait for the one slice. And then you'd look over at Bill. He'd be over there laughing, laughing hysterically. And we fell for it time and time again. And that was just a the moment. Then he'd go back in the kitchen and finish closing up shop. But... That's the anchovy story, man. And that restaurant was so much fun. Um, You know, I remember George. This guy was the chef of all chefs. He could look at, like, ten different tickets and just know what was going on with every burner on the stove and the pizza in the oven. And, you know, you got the... um, the chicken marsala on one, one burner, and you got the shrimp scampi on the other burner, and you have, um, you know, we got an order for this, or the pasta frijole, and we need a meatball, and we need a sausage, yeah, and we need a this, and that. And he did it like an, he was conducting an orchestra. It used to blow my mind. Because as I was going through my, let's call it my bus boy, career (laughs) while I was in school, and um, man, we had fun bussing tables, because everybody that worked there was so much fun, and me and the other busboy, we would race, like when the party, they would get up from the table, done done with their dinner for the night, and we would wait for two of them to be gone, and we would look at each other, and we would both fly to the table, clean it off as fast as we could, because this restaurant, there was a line outside waiting to come in, that's how good it was, and what a joy it was, the energy, unbelievable, so the bus boys, we would race and see who could clean the table the fastest, because, you know, you got to turn them and burn them, man, you got you to gotta get them done, you got to get them ready, and we got people waiting to come in, and um, it was really something else, and after a while, um, I mentioned to George that, you know, I wanted to learn how to cook, and he didn't kind of say much about it in the beginning. Then he once came up to me and he goes, you want to learn? And my, my whole world lit up. Do I want to learn? Not only do I want to learn how to make pizza, but the, some of the dishes and all that stuff. So to this day, I'll never forget him for that. Um, I I still know how to make shrimp scampi. I still know how to make linguine and white clam sauce. I still know how to make the garlic bread I can picture how we made the garlic bread even back in the day and I remember one time here's kind of a funny pizza story to go on with it I was making a pizza me, Mr. Big Shot, just a young kid making my pizza and this was, I was making it for after shift after shift, excuse me after shift meal and I'm making it, right, so it's in the oven, I'm checking it and sometimes you use this little screen you put under the pizza so the bottom doesn't Um, uh, you know, burn, and things cook evenly, all kinds of technique. You think it's easy making pizza. It's not. You got to know what's going on, okay? And I took this large pizza out. I was so proud with the big wooden paddle. You stick it in there in the pizza oven, pull it out. I bring it out. Boom, I dumped it right into the trash can by accident. Everybody was laughing at me in the kitchen. So of course George let me make a new one and all that, but that was like because I would think I was just nervous. Everybody was watching me. Watch! Wow, there goes there goes Dean. He's doing the he's doing the pizza, Mister Big Shot. Let's see what he can do. <laughs> and uh, that's exactly what I did. I dumped it right in the trash can by accident. And I think that was the best pizza I ever made too. Went to waste, but I did make a new one and we had a nice shift pizza. But I used to. Uh, have so much fun at this place and watching George and and Bill uh, Bill was mostly on pizzas and, and whatever else but George was like a machine and kept this place rolling and just a great great time there's a lot of stories that come out of this that we can go down, you know, I don't want to go down too much of a a rabbit hole with it because I want to save some. There's so many connections here, but I want this one to be titled, you know, Who Ate the Anchovy? That's the main thing. And really, again, a shout out to George and his, his skills. And thank you for showing me how to cook when nobody else probably would have, you know, young kid, didn't know anything from anything, you know, except for I knew that I, I watched him uh, do work magic in the kitchen, and I wanted to, to learn from him, you know? And the last thing I'll talk about here when it comes to George, who holds a warm place in my heart, um, when it came to graduating high school and coming going to the prom, I had a 1971 Le Mans sport, gold black racing stripes, jacked up, mag wheels, nice it was kind of a cool car but not the prom car that you want to take your date on and sh- and be a big shot and all that and George just bought this new black Cadillac I think it was a Seville I mean this thing was beautiful so I'm like I have to ask him I mean he after all he did show me how to cook he kind of he likes me and all this let me ask him if I could use his black Cadillac brand new, if I could use it and go to the prom and pick up my date. Because if I could have pulled that off, he said no, by the way. <laughs> if I could have pulled that off, man, I would have been like, you know, my date would have been super impressed. Anyway, the night went on. The 71 Le Mans did, did what it needed to do. Had a great time at prom. And, um, of course, if I, I can understand. George, if you're listening, I totally understand why you wouldn't lend me a young kid, your brand new black Cadillac, your pride and joy. But I gave it a shot. Hey, you don't know unless you ask, right? So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast, and we'll be doing these on a daily. And don't forget to look at the Dean Bode YouTube channel. Um, and uh, we're going to develop a community here and have a lot of fun with this. And it's going to go all over the place. Sometimes we're going to Margate, Florida in the 80s. And who knows? We might go, wow, what's going on today in 2020? We might shoot over uh, what's happening in the 1970s and the 90s and the 2000s. Because I've been all over the country. I had my little stint with being Dr. Dean for a while. Um, a lot of different stories are going to come out. I might drop some knowledge on you with some nutrition and all because it's coming from a real place and I know some things, okay? And uh, we're here to have some fun, to, to help, to be encouraging and um, try to stay as positive as we can. There's a, you want to a bunch of negativity and all that? Just flip on the TV. You'll get plenty of that and um, I don't want to say that this is going to be negative from time to time but we'll keep it real. We'll keep it real. It's not always super shiny and and, uh, and fun all the time. I get it. And we'll keep it real. Don't worry. I have no problem. Dean Bodie. Dean and Bodie have no problem going down that road a little bit, but then we're going to come and we'll polish it up and make sure we end this on a positive note, okay? Make it a great week. Uh, Bodie at com. if you want to send us an email and uh, share your wisdom. We'll be happy to share it on, on one of the podcasts. Um, and, you know, we're all in this together. And you might say that one thing and we share it and you might just um, say exactly what we needed on that particular episode to get somebody through that somebody needed to hear. um, And that's what this is all about. Okay. so make it a great day. It's the Dean and Bodhi show. Have an awesome day, everyone. Bye bye now.